Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Daisy Serrano. Thanks for being on the show, Daisy. Hi, Whitney. Thank you so much for having me. Excited for today. Daisy is a limited partner in 253 units in Texas, totaling $20.7 million in value, and is a leader with the Women's Real Estate Network. Also known, do you, do you pronounce it Ren? Yes. She has over 10 years of experience in international relations, education management, and counseling. Her goals are to help more people, especially millennials, have opportunities to invest in real estate, multifamily, uplift and empower her community through mentorship access, be a positive role model model for her family and retire her parents. Uh, Daisy, thank you again for your time this morning. I'm looking forward to getting into this conversation. You have some superpowers. It's so crucial in this business, uh, no matter where you're at in this business, You know, connecting with people, networking, those things, learning about people, which you are really good at is so important. But you know, uh, give us a little more about who you are, your real estate background, and, and what you're focused on right now. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for again for having me on, Whitney. Excited to be here with you today. And uh, from Southern California originally, I actually was exposed to real estate through my husband, Luke. I've actually had ten years of experience in international education. Really, you know, a little bit of a of, of a different world compared to real estate. But the more I've sort of learned and, and transitioned into real estate, the more I've realized that there's a lot of overlap as well. A lot of it is, you know, working with people. My counseling background is, you know, just great in terms of working with investors and really understanding what it is that they're looking for and be able to to sort of back into, you know, the, the solutions or the right investment opportunity for them. For me, real estate just sort of happened by accident, to be quite honest. I, I never expected, uh, you know, to, to go into real estate. It was never even on my radar. And my husband has been interested in real estate for a very long time, engineering background. So just very, very good fit in terms of the underwriting and, and a lot of the, the numbers driven processes for real estate. And so it, he just started talking about it, started taking me to meetups that he would go to and, you know, started going with him, but wasn't quite interested in myself, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, it was more to support him. And the more I learned, the more I fell in love with, with the industry and with the opportunities that were in, in multifamily space specifically. And so what we started seeing, especially going to a lot of these meetups, is that there aren't very many millennials that are investing that even know that this is something that's possible. And so we've made it our mission to be able to help more millennials invest in multifamily and know that it's something that's, that's available to them. Nice. Well, let's jump in there just a little bit. I know you all are, are focused on helping those millennials. What, what is it about you know, the millennials that there's a big hurdle there, a roadblock or, or you know, issue about investing in real estate? And you know, what are you all helping them with? Help us understand that a little better. Yeah, certainly happy to. So uh, what we've noticed and what we've seen is, especially with a lot of our friends and, and millennials that are that are our age, is that there's a very big gap compared to our parents' generation when it comes to education, right? When it comes to paying for education specifically. So a lot of people in our age range have loans, right, from undergrad. These different reasons that have prevented a lot of us from being able to buy homes, you know, at a younger age like our parents or, you know, plan for retirement or, you know, a lot of things that I think are very crucial to be able to set yourself 
of well financially and have be able to make the life choices that you want later in life have been obstacles. And so what we've realized is that within real estate, you know, there's the opportunity to invest while you're going to school, while you're working, while you're building your life. And so by the time that you do come to retire, then you have the ability to either, you know, pay for yourself or for your family, for your parents, right? There's just so much impact that you can create by making the right choices earlier in life versus later in life. And so we've noticed that gap you know, and having conversations with friends, with other people that are, you know, in, in, in our similar age group. And so that's, that was really the reason why we decided to, you know, be able to help millennials understand the, the opportunities that are available and that it, it's not something that's just available for, you know, a banker or a high net worth individual, but, you know, that you are able to make the right steps to put money away to save and to be able to start investing little by little and long term it, it reap the benefits of that. So what that looks like now, uh, we've actually started a podcast called Make It Rain, Investing for Millennials. And that was actually even really fun, just just coming up with a name. We uh, actually did a survey of millennials, a lot of friends, a lot of people that we knew on on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and, you know, got got feedback in terms of the name of the podcast. And so people were very involved, I think, and and saw the, the work that we were doing. And it really came from having a lot of conversations with with people that we already knew and wanting to create more access and share that information with more people. And so it started with just us wanting to, you know, talk about what is multifamily? What are the benefits of investing in multifamily? And from there, it's just expanded and it's been a beautiful transition to being able to bring on guests that focus on different aspects and just expanding our network and our relationships has been has been amazing. And so now that we're jumping from the LP side to the GP side, in terms of networking, in terms of, you know, making our team together right now, we're in, in the period of our of our careers where we're putting our team together for syndication and so just making the the connections that we've made has been amazing and it it wasn't something that we expected to happen it just sort of organically transitioned in that direction it's been building upon each other right where it started as something very different just wanting to educate and provide resources and and it's turned into this amazing project that that now we're really passionate about. Yeah, that's awesome. You know that uh, I, I I could relate to that. You know, my younger self just not understanding or knowing the possibility of real estate and not not even knowing that that thing's out there. You know that that's a possibility. I know once I learned that I got exposed to real estate, it's like wow. You know, if all these people have built wealth in real estate, I can do it too. And that doesn't mean it's been easy or that we're there yet, you know, but, but it has, uh, it was just eye opening, you know, right initially. And so I can relate to that, to what you're talking about there, but just uh, the, the big difference, you know, if I could have started this 10 years ago or 10 years earlier, you know, actually the syndication business specifically, man, you know, that would, you know, just would have made so much, such a big, big difference and getting started earlier, like you're talking about, but where would you start? You know, so it's interesting. You talk about the steps. Uh, so what's the, what's the biggest holdup? And I know you talked about it a little bit, but like when you're talking, when you think about like a millennial are most ready to, that you speak to, or that have found you all are most ready to, to make this happen or is it most hesitate, hesitate about real estate investing? Are they scared of real estate and want to invest? in stock market or, you know, like what's their thought process? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think a lot of us are more so exposed to the stock market. And that's something that I don't know that we fully understand, right, the complexities of it. But it's something that, you know, with having a 401k or a retirement account, that it's, it's more something that we're more aware of. And so I think just 
having those conversations, it starts with learning more about what is, is multifamily and what is real estate in general, right? So what we've seen is that a lot of people that we've been speaking to, it really starts with learning what it is, understanding what the benefits are, and then being able to make a plan, right? So most people that we're speaking to, because there isn't a lot of access and a lot of opportunity to invest for millennials that we've seen, it's more so figuring out what this opportunity is. Let me, you know, get educated, right? So listen to podcasts like yourselves, like ours, like Bigger Pockets. There's just so many, right? There's a lot of information out. And so it's learning, okay, what it is and really staying engaged with us through that process. So Luke and I actually love to hop onto calls, you know, with people that are just starting or that maybe have listened to a few episodes and just, you know, have a 15 to 20 minute conversation about what it is that you're learning. Can we answer any questions? And I think at that point, it's really just encouraging people to continue to continue on and then people are ready to invest, right? And I think that's really important. It's not jumping to investing right away because being on the other side, right, on the GP side, you want to work with investors that understand, you know, the risks. There's also risks, right, like with everything else. And so it's the entire process. It's not just there's, you know, tax benefits and so many benefits, right, to investing, but it's also there are risks, there are downsides. And so it's working with somebody that is educated Educated, so then they understand why you're making certain business decisions when, once that time comes as well. So let's let's pivot just a little bit. I know you have a uh, your superpowers like connecting with people, learning about people. Let's talk about that a little bit because it's so important in this business. You know, it's a skill that I had to work on and read books about and practice just to you know learn how to connect with people and and learn about them. Right. I'd love for you just to elaborate on that a little bit, and maybe we can talk through some examples or anything like that. Yeah, definitely happy to. So I, you know, even even in thinking, what is my superpower? I thought. Ooh, what should I say? I, I was I was thinking I need to say something that's more business related, right? <laughs> because it is a business essentially. And you know, the the more I thought about it, the more I said, no, I know who I am, and you know, who I am as a person is someone who loves connecting with people and somebody who loves learning people's stories. And the best way to to sort of face it is one time a friend told me, "You're a great networker," and I said, "Oh, I never thought of myself as a networker, but." you know, now thinking back, it's, yeah, somebody who networks is somebody who loves learning about people and creating a genuine relationship. And as you mentioned, Whitney, in this industry, it's all about people, right? Whether it is your clients, the tenants, the residents that live in the properties, right, in multifamily, or whether it's the partners that you're working with, whether it's the investors, it's all about people. And so for me, it was really once I realized that it is a business of people and it is those connections that get you the furthest, then I, I fully jumped in because I, I felt like there was a gap in my experience coming from a very different world. And what I realized is that my experience fits so well into multifamily because of that love for, for genuine connection with people. And so what that's looked like now is webinars, events, meetups. I, for me, it's very easy to walk into a room and go up to a stranger and talk and ask questions. And in a way, that's so very genuine. It's so fearful. I mean, so, so many people are so fearful of that right there. Just walking, I'm talking to somebody they don't know. And I would say that's something, I, you know, I, I mean, I've had a lot of practice with over many years now, but initially it's not easy, right? Yeah. And, and you know, a good example, right, to, to your point, Whitney, is when I decided and I committed to taking real estate seriously, 
I joined uh, the Women's Real Estate Network that you mentioned I'm, I'm on the leadership team for now. And I didn't know anybody there, right? My industry was completely different. And so I found this group on Meetup and I just showed up. You know, it was such an amazing experience because I showed up and I was there to learn and I was just so excited to be there. And so it was a very easy transition, right, to be able to walk into a room and not knowing a lot about not being able to talk about cap rate or NOI or right not having the terminology down at that point, but understanding that, you know, I was interested in being there and being able to have those conversations. I walked away from that meeting with about four phone numbers. I signed up for the membership right then and there, and I signed up to volunteer with the organization. And so that really led me in this trajectory where, you know, I just became so involved with the organization that now I'm on the leadership team, but it really started with just showing up, being very comfortable with walking up to people and asking questions and, and just chatting and, and wanting to, to know them better. And that's really, that was where, where it started for me. Wanting to know them better. If you just think like that, there's a lot of questions that come to mind or conversation starters, right? That you can ask someone. And I think that's hard initially because you don't know what you're going to say. Or if you have, you know, when people are so nervous about that, you're, you maybe fumble over your words quite a bit or something like, you know, you're, you're worried about that. Uh, but if you are focused on learning about them, it's a lot easier, isn't it? It is. It is. And it's beautiful. I mean, I think my approach to life is that everybody has a very unique story. Everybody's gone through something different and everybody has such lived experiences and wisdom and truths that have come from those experiences. So for me, it's really, you know, whether I'm at a metro station in LA and just sit next to a stranger, it's just really learning who they are. And I think that's really my approach to, to life and to real estate. It's just wanting to learn who people are. And sometimes there's better connections and sometimes there isn't as good connections, right? I mean, we're, we're very different and so you don't connect with everybody necessarily. But I think once you build your tribe and the people that, that you are, you resonate with and your values aligned, then there's, there's so much power in that. And you might lose that opportunity if you don't start that conversation. You lose the opportunity if you don't start the conversation. I like that. That's good. They think about it like that. You know, you do not know what the opportunity is going to be, but it's not going to be there if you don't start the conversation. Daisy, what's been the hardest part of this syndication journey or process for you? Oh, that's a good question. I think the biggest hurdle has really been mental, to be quite honest. Uh, I think so many people have done it. And there are so many resources out there that once, you know, I decided to commit, and that I was ready to, to learn and to make it happen, finding the resources was a lot easier. It was really that mental shift for me of going from, you know, I come from a very different industry. Who am I to go into real estate? Who am I to be talking about multifamily? Who am I to start a podcast? So it, it, for me, it was really that, that mental shift that, that was the biggest hurdle. It was very much so internal. For me, the, the biggest thing is the more I surrounded myself with like-minded people and I met people like yourself, Whitney, that were doing it, right? And I said, oh, these are normal people. You know, you, you hear sometimes podcasts or see YouTube videos and it seems like them, right? It's, it's them and I'm here. And then, you know, you go to meetups and you meet people that are doing these wonderful, amazing things. And you think, oh, it's, it's a normal person. They have lived experiences the same way that I do. They've gone through certain struggles the same way that I do. And so for me, it was really just surrounding myself with the right people and getting over that mental 
limitation of who am I to be in real estate and embracing that my experience is as valuable, if not even more than, you know, a lot of people that are in this space. Yeah. If you wait till you think you're ready, you'll never get started. Exactly. Exactly. You know, even as a a limited partner, as a general partner, you know, how do you prepare for a downturn or what do you look for? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the biggest, as an LP, I'll say that I think one of the biggest things is investing with the right group, right? With the right sponsor. And so that goes back to vetting the person that you're working with or the group that you're working with well. I know that for for Luke and myself, my husband and myself, when we were looking to invest as LPs, you know, we really did our homework, right? To understand who the people were behind the business plan, right? Who was running the show? We live in California and we invest in Texas. And so we flew out to Texas to check out the market, to check out San Antonio, to secret shop the property. We pretended like we were, you know, moving into town and secret shop the property and you know checked out management did a tour we also got to know the city better so when we were out in san antonio we were ubering right uh, doing lift to get around town and so we were talking to people that were in the car with us and asking why they liked to live there what they didn't like about you know the the city and we were asking so many questions that people would actually go out of their way. One driver specifically showed us where she lived and she told us about, you know, why she chose that area as a resident. We were still on on the Uber, right? And she went out of her way. And so we just, we made sure that we understood the sponsors well, but also flew out to the market and saw for ourselves that there was growth, that there was, you know, employment, that there was rent increases, that there were all these markers that they talked about that they were actually happening. So I think the best way to prepare as much in advance for a downturn is to understand who you're investing with and understand the market that you're investing in. Because for the properties that we invested in, there was the first quarter after the COVID hit, they stopped distributions to have reserves right on hand in case it was needed. But Q2, it started right up again, and it hasn't stopped since. And so I think that's indicative of the strength of the business plan and the execution, right? The team that's behind it as well. So important. I appreciate you elaborating on how you, you know, you all flew to the market and you secret shopped and, you know, there was some expense there. There was some due diligence. There was time spent. You know, it wasn't just this quick decision. Knowing that operator that well in the market, that's it's so important. I appreciate you sharing that. I believe, Daisy, that, you know, almost anyone in business that's successful must have a high level of self-discipline somehow, right? And 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 I don't think we're all born with that, but, you know, there's a way that that's developed or, or taught or something. How did you gain such a high level of self-discipline? Yeah, I think I think I came over time. I wasn't always so self-disciplined. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I certainly was not. But I think it's really once I got very clear on what my goals were and where my husband and I wanted to be both as a couple and as business partners, because we do work together. And so we, you know, do balance those two different roles that we play in our relationship. And so once we got very clear on what those goals were, then it was a lot easier because then things either aligned with our values and our goals or they didn't. And so if they aligned, then it was a heck yes. And if they didn't align, then it was a heck no, right? And so that made it very, very easy for us to differentiate between events to go to or how to spend our time. The how-to was really 
about making a schedule and, and being very, very clear with, with our schedule, with our expectations. And so the, the joke for us is if it's not on our calendar, it's not happening, whether it's a family event, right, a family gathering or, you know, a business meeting, it has to be in the calendar. And so I think just being very aligned and have having that support at home for us made, made all the difference. And so, you know, waking up and doing our morning meditation and writing down our goals and just, you know, with both of us still working full time and doing real estate as well, we have to be very disciplined, you know, in the evenings, a lot of times we're recording for the podcast or underwriting, or, you know, we have meetings. I'm part of a couple organizations as well on the leadership team. And so, there's meetings for that. And on the weekend, it's, it's very similar. And so I think it's just understanding where, you know, where we're committing our time and being intentional and not letting commitments slip in if they're not aligned with our values and with our goals. What's the way you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours? A way that we've recently improved, I would say Calendly, to be quite honest, in, in terms of the technical side, it's just saved us so much more time to be able to, you know, to schedule, especially with the and with booking business appointments and, you know, everything going virtual, right? So there's so many Zoom calls and, you know, and appointments now. And so on, on more so the technical side, I would say Calendly has been a huge, huge lifesaver. And more so on the maybe professional side, I would say the podcast, because it has given us exposure and access to individuals that we wouldn't otherwise have, uh, you know, it's, it's different, right? Reaching out to someone and saying, hey, I'd love to pick your brain, right? And provide no value versus, hey, I'd love to get you exposed to our audience and for people to learn your story and be inspired and learn more about what you're doing and for you to be able to showcase what it is that you are doing, right? And put the word out. And so I think just having that difference in conversation has been really crucial for for the business plan as well because as we said Whitney it, it is about people right it is business but it is about people and so having the podcast as a platform to give people the opportunity to showcase who they are and what they're doing has been has been amazing what's a way that uh, or your best source right now for finding investors our best source, I, it's definitely been through the podcast as, you know, a, a funnel for, for investors for sure. But also we're, we're constantly having conversations with people on LinkedIn. So I would say between social media has been really, really great for us. We're, we're pretty active both on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Uh, and so reaching out to people through, through there and just putting word out about what we're doing. I think the more people learn about what you're doing when you are doing, you know, the right things and being ethical and being true to to who you are and to your word people want to work with you and so it's just it's really been putting the word out about what we're doing and we've seen that people are interested and want to work with us in that way what's the number one thing that's contributed to your success the number one thing is committing is committing somebody recently shared that commitment is an active word you can't commit and be passive you have to be active and so once i made the commitment and took action that completely changed everything for me. Love that answer. I, I could not agree more. You have to commit before you think you know it all or you know enough. You got to commit and have some courage, right? Uh, to step out. So grateful for your answer there. Uh, how do you like to give back? Oh, in so many ways, Whitney. I'm very community oriented. And so one of the big first steps for me is with my family, you know, whether it's with my immediate family, or, you know, with my bigger community in general. And so it's 
giving back in the form of mentorship has been really important for me for, for years and years. And so creating more access for younger people in my community to understand that there are a lot of other career opportunities, that it's not just being a doctor, being a lawyer, you know, these traditional roles and taking on a very active, right, again, committing, taking on a very active role in, in mentorship and guiding the younger generation is, is really, really important for me. So that's, that's really where it starts. Daisy, I'm grateful for your time today and, and just sharing with us. I mean, going back to even just the millennials and that that really mental block, right? You know, that a lot of them have are just not having the education or being exposed to the difference in investing early and the difference that can make in their entire life. Uh, and just, you know, knowing those steps right now, but then also just your ability to connect with people, the importance of being interested in learning about them. Uh, and it's going to just help that conversation. And, and whether it's tenants or partners or investors or, you know, thinking through, it's so many different types of people, right? It's not just investors and just how to create that genuine relationship. Uh, and then just different ways that you've had, you've been self-disciplined and gained that self-discipline and, and how you give back. We're just grateful for your time. Tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you and your podcast. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, Whitney. This has been really fun. And, and I, I love that work that you're doing. And I just get so much value from, from your podcast and from everything that you do. So thank you for, for having me on. And to reach us, you can find us on the Make It Rain podcast. So makeitrain.com or Make It Rain podcast on Instagram as well. And LinkedIn, Daisy Serrano, you can find me there. Uh, very active on there as well. So always happy to, to jump on a call and connect and, and meet new people. Awesome. That's a wrap, Daisy. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Whitney. This was, this was awesome. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.